Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Final hour of the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you're just joining us, we are reacting to the sad news of the passing of two prominent businessmen here in western New York. Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. We've had reaction pouring in all day from politicians, other business developers, and even former politicians. Also from you at 803-0930, star 930, and on the text board at 3930, talking about the impact Mark had on downtown Buffalo and Michael had on Orchard Park. Two guys that obviously loved Western New York, had a passion to see Western New York get back to that prominent status. And as I said about Mark, he had a lot to do with downtown Buffalo being what it is now. He really did kick off that revitalization when everyone was saying, I'm not going downtown at night when there's nothing else going on. He said, I'll give you a reason to come downtown. And uh, he didn't only have the Statler. He then built or then redeveloped the beautiful Curtis. And uh, he always had the Buffalo Chop House, which is a top destination. When you want to impress somebody, you take them to the Buffalo Chop House. We've uh, had a lot of interviews this morning getting reactions from Locals, as well as people who were in Cumberland County on the scene. Let's go to James Morell, who had his dealings with Mark Croce. Talk about the significance of Mark and his impact on downtown Buffalo. Joining us live this morning, James Morell. He's the head of the Buffalo Planning Board. James, we appreciate the time this morning. Uh, very tough news to be uh, passing along, but... If we can ask your reaction to what you heard. Oh, it's been a great shock. Uh, lost to the city. Um, my prayers go out to his family and the family of his uh, the other passenger. You know, this is a loss where, you know, the city is doing really well. Uh, the resurgence of downtown. And Mark played a significant part in that um, early on with the Coliseum, to the Statler Project, as you mentioned, the Curtis Hotel. And um, more recently, the C.W. Miller uh, Livery Building, where the um, uh, Emerson School of Hospitality is moving into. So it's pretty big loss for the city. You mentioned some of the different projects that he's had a hand in and the revitalization in Buffalo. Uh, it kind of does show the impact that one developer can have on the city uh, to where, you know, you might not think, oh, well, uh, I'm not at the chop house or I'm not at one of these other projects. But those buildings going up, you know, help spur along more things going on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the projects that he's developed early on, uh, some of the nightclubs that he uh, he started, 
it just started that momentum. I mean, yeah, one developer can make a difference, but you know, it's a it's a collective effort. And as you know, many projects are going up. A lot of developers are doing some uh, really good things, but this is a loss to the city. You know, and I, and I hope that you know the vacuum is filled with someone that's going to continue. We have to continue this effort. That's uh, resurgence of the city. But what a great loss. James, uh, Mark Croce took a chance on the city before the development boom really began, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at the Statler building, um, you know, a lot of stuff uh, in terms of uh, repairs have gone into that building, but it's been, since he's taken it over, uh, first, second, I believe, uh, floors and in the basement, um, have been in operation uh, to get that thing going. And, you know, it's in the center of the city, right downtown, and uh, just hope that it can continue. Uh, but yes, he did. He was a trailblazer, and uh, you know it's pretty unfortunate. What a shock! And this is something where uh, it's kind of hitting the entire development community. You know, as much as we look at uh, a lot of these people, a lot of these businesses as competitors, um, and many times they're working together. You know, to uh, kind of bring up uh, one certain area. Now, so you know, we we see a lot of projects in city planning board uh, every couple weeks. And, you know, a lot of the behind-the-scenes maneuvering, a lot of behind-the-scenes that happens to bring projects forward, there's a lot that goes to it. Once it hits us, it's a pretty much done deal in terms of the development phase and putting it all together. But these guys uh, that are pulling projects off in the city of Buffalo, they're doing a great job. And um, it's, it's just unfortunate that we lose, you know, a great person, a friend, you know, I've known Mark for many years, and, um, you know, seeing him come through with his project, it's just, it was just welcoming to see the projects come to uh, fruition. And the uh, Emerson School project is just about to open, I believe, next week. So that's going to be uh, great, but it's going to be sad at the, uh, at the same time. James, we appreciate your uh, joining us this morning. We thank you very much on a very sad day for the city of Buffalo. James Morrell is the head of the Buffalo Planning Board. 803-0930, star 930, your reaction to the passing of these two prominent businessmen. Also, the impact they had on Western New York. You know, I have to say, um, looking at the text board, hearing uh, one of our calls It is surprising to me that people can be so cold um, in a time like this. You know, like I said uh, after one of our calls, there will be a time and place if you want to talk about certain things. Uh, But this is not the time or place to do it. And Patrick and Buffalo gave a great rebuttal to Dan and West Seneca. Patrick said, you know... Uh, Dan voiced his concerns with dealings or or the way they were done. But as Patrick said, those buildings were sitting empty. Statler was sitting empty, costing the city a ton of money. Mark Mark Croce went in there. He had a vision, again, when nothing else was going on downtown. He made it a top destination for events, for weddings. The Lobby Bar is a beautiful place to go hang out, a great happy hour place. And he created jobs downtown. He brought money downtown and created jobs that weren't there. So uh, I'm reading some of these texts on the text board, 
and it uh, it just surprises me what some people can say um, on a day like this. It's, I mean, I guess with social media these days, you really shouldn't be surprised um, on how people can react. But some of these texts, whew. 803-0930, star 930. Your reaction to the passing of Michael Capriato and Mark Croce. Also, their significance and their impact on Western New York. We will take your reaction after this. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday here on News Radio 930 WBEN. As I said, the reaction continues to pour in from the polit- the politicians in Western New York, including former Mayor Anthony Mazziello, who issued a statement, and it says. Mark Croce was a significant partner with my administration in the transformation and revitalization of downtown Buffalo. He was a pioneer who saw the great potential of our city, recognizing and embracing the rich historic fabric and character of downtown, its buildings and businesses. He invested his own money in projects and in people leading to Buffalo's renaissance, which continues today. His great passion and love for Buffalo was only exceeded by his love and devotion to his family. Kate and I offer our deepest condolences to Mark's wife, Jessica, their children, and to the family of Michael Capriato. That is from former mayor of Buffalo, Anthony Mazziello. Taking your reaction at 803-0930, star 930, text board open at 3930. And you hear one common theme from everybody. These men's love of Western New York. They were both very devoted to their community. They took chances. And and I, I can't stress enough, Mark Croce took a chance downtown when it was difficult to get anyone downtown if there was not an event going on. He created destinations to bring people downtown and really did start what we now see as um, I, I, would, I would call it a bustling downtown. You know, there doesn't have to be a game, an event, a concert. People go downtown to eat. They go out to drink. They go to skate at Canal Side. In the summer, they go Walk Canal Side. There are things to do downtown. And a lot of that was kicked off by Mark Croce taking a chance, not only to bring people downtown, but to revitalize a building that a lot of people thought they would never see used again, the Statler Tower, which has so much history here in Western New York. Um, He was able to not only purchase the building, but to make it a place where people wanted to go, wanted to be. They wanted their event at Statler City. You know, the um, the Statler City ice ball that you hear advertised here on WBEN, that, I mean, think about that. To have people come downtown to celebrate the new year. And not only did he do it, he did it with great success. And it is now a, a big annual event um, that sells out Every year. If you weren't going downtown to see the ball drop, why else would you go downtown? And Mark Croce said, hey, I have an event for people who want to be downtown. Or I have an event that will bring people downtown and it's not the ball drop. 
And um, now you see other places kind of copying that format of get a band, get a get a nice five-course meal, get some dancing going. And now you see a lot of other places around Western New York taking from what Mark did at Statler City and having it at their place. So he really did have a vision and a love and passion for Western New York, as did Michael Capriato. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to... Daryl in Medina for his reaction. Daryl, good morning. Good morning. Well, my my thought is a person is with the economy and everything and all that the way we know every the the mess that everything's in. That man's got more gut. That those two men had more guts than had the ninety nine percent of the people. To invest and gamble the amount of money that they've taken, but if there isn't, I look at it this way: if you, if if something happens, the family doesn't want to be involved, or whoever all is in, in, in it. I'm sure there are other people out there that are going to say, all right, the man, has already, he's got the first floor done on uh, the Statler, for one thing. If if he's being successful with that, what, what could be done with the rest of it? Maybe they'll have the same vision he had. Maybe they'll have another vision. Make it all into office space or whatever. Well, and, and Daryl, don't forget, I mean, they are now starting to work on the outside of the building to also make that resemble the inside and resemble the facade and how it looked. So there is a lot of work to be done, a lot of stuff he already had visioned out that I'm sure will continue to go. Um, Like I said, something he already had planned out. Those plans are in the works. I'll tell you, a lot of the guys, I'll give you an example. We got a guy right here in Medina that's redoing an old building that's older than the Statler was. Right, you'd laugh because it's right on the four corners in town, Joe. He will, the man, I guarantee you, he's the same age as I am. He is spending his money and he's going to leave a legacy. That man, if he would have lived longer, was creating a legacy. That is the only way I can put it. And, and Daryl, thanks for the call. I think a lot of people are going to – you hear it in the calls today. You hear it in the statements from our politicians. These two men left their mark on western New York, and you can point to Orchard Park and thank a lot of its rise to prominence, especially in the village, to Michael Capriato, and you can point to downtown, Statler City, the Curtis – the chop house, you can point to those places and say, that's what got people to come downtown. We had a downtown that was suffering. Let's be honest. Downtown Buffalo was suffering. And Mark Croce said, well, if if there's not going to be a destination, I will make sure there is a destination. And um, yes, 
Daryl's right. They both have uh, legacies that will continue to go on. And um, but I mean Buffalo, Buffalo is sad today. Western New York lost two visionaries that were really helping revitalize this area, bring people back, give people a reason to come back to Western New York. And these two men had a lot to do with kicking that off, with starting that. And um, they will be sorely missed. You know, there's not enough words to to um, describe how much they will be missed. 803-0930. A texter actually says, we'll never know how much more could have been done and would have been done for the betterment of Buffalo. And, uh, you know, the one thing about Buffalo it's got a lot of advantages of a big city, but when something like this happens, uh, it really does have that small town feel. And we like to see people who are committed to Western New York. We like to see people who put their effort into making Buffalo better, something that we can all benefit from. And these two men have legacies now, and we are benefiting from it. You know, you go downtown, you are benefiting from the visions of Mark Croce. You go to the Village of Orchard Park, you are benefiting from the effort and vision of Michael Capriato. And they will be they will be sorely missed. Mark says on the text board, downtown Buffalo was not suffering, it was dead. Mark b- brought it back to life. Well said, Mark in Niagara Falls. Well said. 803-0930, star 930, a half hour to go. If you have a reaction or you have uh, you want to talk about the impact these two men had on Western New York, we will talk to you. Also, we will get an update from the scene here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Weekend is just around the corner. We are talking about the tragic passing of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato, two uh, prominent businessmen 
here in Western New York who really did have a vision for Buffalo and Orchard Park and all of Western New York to be a destination. And they really did leave their mark. As Daryl said, they both have a uh, legacy. And when you're in Orchard Park, when you're downtown, uh, you'll definitely be thinking of these men. 803-0930, star 930. Your reaction and the um, impact these two men had on Western New York. Now, at the beginning of the show, myself and Brian Mazarowski spoke with Shannon Murphy of WGAL in Cumberland County, and she set the scene of what's going on, what was going on, uh, and the investigation that follows here on WBEN. Joining myself and Brian Mazarowski in studio for this first segment is a reporter with WGAL-TV, Shannon Murphy. Shannon, good morning. Good morning. Now, this is obviously coming as a shock here in Buffalo. Um, two prominent business people in the western New York area. Now, we had an update in the 7 o'clock hour, so it's been a few hours. Any new developments at the scene of the crash? Um, right now, there are people are starting to arrive back this morning. We were told by the man who lives in the home, who I spoke with, um, who obviously this happened in his backyard. He told us that the NTSB is going to be interviewing him around 1 o'clock this afternoon. And this morning, a drone was up flying over where the helicopter crashed. But um, other than that, just talking to you know neighbors and the people who lived in the home where this happened and kind of getting a feel for what they saw and heard. Yeah, we were hearing from some eyewitnesses throughout the morning who said it was a miracle that this didn't hit a home more directly or anybody else on the ground uh, coming from the scene. You know, what can you tell us about that, how close it was uh, to that of happening? Yeah, I mean, these, this is a really nice neighborhood, bigger homes. But the yards, I would only say, are about maybe half an acre. So they're, you know, tight in a neighborhood regular community. And the helicopter fell right in the middle of their backyard. And they have a fence around their yard, which, again, is the whole yard with front and back. It's probably about half an acre. And the helicopter didn't even touch the fence of their property. So it's really a miracle, the fact that no one on the ground here was hurt at all. Um, and that's what the neighbor said. He said the only damage on his yard, it hit a bush and his child's swing set, and that's it. We did see some images of uh, what looked like a propeller lying in the middle of the street. Have you heard from any uh, anyone who might have seen the helicopter go down uh, to know if that happened before or after the crash? No, I do not know. The, uh, the only people that we spoke with were, were the people that lived in the house, and they said they did not see the propeller at all. So his thought was that it had come off before the crash, but we're obviously kept back a little bit from the scene. Um, so no, that we have not seen. And that was Shannon Murphy of WGAL speaking with myself and Brian Mazarowski during the first hour. Obviously, as that investigation uh, gets back into, what am I looking to say? It, it, when that investigation starts back up, uh, all developments will obviously be brought to you here on WBEN. 803-0930, star 930. We are talking about the passing of two visionaries who uh, really did 
help in the prominence of Orchard Park for Michael Capriato and Mark Croce downtown Buffalo. His vision is something that both visions will have lasting impacts on their community. We are talking to you about what they have left behind here on WBEM. Earlier in the morning during Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski's show, they spoke with a few people who had worked with Michael Capriato and Mark Croce. Those interviews available at WBEN.com. And as I said, politicians from Western New York are leaving their comments, including Mayor Byron Brown, who said, I am saddened by the passing of my friend Mark Croce. As owner of Buffalo Chop House, Curtis Hotel, and Statler City, Mark was part of our resurgence, adding jobs and creating destinations that have brought visitors to Buffalo. His presence will be missed. And that, that that's something that Daryl touched on, as well as Patrick in Buffalo. You know, not only are these destinations for us to go to, but there are also jobs. You know, I mean, Mark Croce and the Pagulas really are responsible for bringing so many jobs in downtown Buffalo, if you think about it. He really kicked this off. He made a destination, destinations, downtown. Um, so you can point to the Pagulas as well as Mark Croce. I think both very responsible for bringing people back downtown, for making downtown uh, what it is. And as you know, I mean, Mark had uh, another plan for Statler. They are going to be working on the facade. I think it's this summer. So his vision will definitely continue to um, to come to light, you know. And uh, it is a legacy that definitely we here in Western New York will be benefiting of for a long time. Also commenting on the death is... County Executive Mark Pullenkars, who says, I'm shocked and very saddened to wake up to the sad news of the helicopter crash that took the lives of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Mark was a very experienced pilot and loved traveling in his helicopter. My deepest condolences go to both families at this sad time. Well said, Mark. 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board open at 3930. The impact these two men had on Western New York and your reaction to their very untimely death. Here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Joe Beamer. It is Friday. We are talking about the tragic, untimely death of two prominent businessmen, Mark Croce and Michael Capriato. Both men had a passion for Western New York and a vision that us Western New Yorkers will definitely be benefiting from for years to come. We talked earlier in this show to a friend of Mark Croce, A.J. Baines. He is the president of the Amherst Chamber of Commerce, who will be having a moment of silence at their luncheon to remember the two men. He spoke with me earlier in the show. Let's revisit that here on WBEN. Talking with us now is Amherst Chamber of Commerce President A.J. Baines. A.J., good morning, and um, sorry for your loss. 
Yeah, Joe, it's uh, pretty devastating. Received the news uh, just a little bit before 6 a.m., and uh, just my heart goes out to Jessica, his wife, Dominic and Dante, his kids, and obviously to Michael Capriato and his family. It's just um, it was quite a blow in the, to start the morning. Now, A.J., you knew Mark pretty well, right? Yeah, I've known Mark for probably uh, about 15 years. We were actually neighbors for some time. Uh, got to know his wife and his kids. Um, been involved with him politically, uh, also from a business sense as well. Uh, with all the activities that he does downtown, our family, we own a small building uh, in downtown Buffalo as well. So obviously everyone knows Mark Croce with the parking lots, so he had the neighboring parking lots, so had to deal with him on that as well. Now, AJ, he loved Western New York. I mean, he really had a vision for downtown Buffalo. Yeah, without a doubt, uh, Joe, I think when you think about there's a handful of developers that were tremendous Buffalo boosters, especially at a time when people weren't talking about Buffalo, and Mark Croce is right at the top of that list. When you think about the Statler, you think about the Curtis, um, more importantly, what he started around in and around the Chippewa area up on Franklin Street. I mean, he literally owned an entire block, but what's most remarkable about him is the way he got his start, uh, the way he built his business, the way he acquired those properties. It, it's just, a, it's a tremendous story. I mean, this is a guy who was renting out the first floor of the old Coliseum for a nightclub and uh, has built an empire, and it's absolutely devastating, and it's extremely sad that this has happened, and um, my heart, again, just goes out to this family. Yeah, a, a huge loss for um, for Western New York, especially in a time that uh, Buffalo is finally seeing the rise. And I think you can look at when Mark took over the Statler and made that a destination when really, if there wasn't an event going on downtown, there was no reason to be downtown when he first uh, started on the Statler. Yeah, he, he had vision. He recognized. I remember one day he told me, he said, if you would have told me when I was 20 years old I could own the Statler Tower, I would have said, I'll take that every single day. Um, you know, he took that building when no one else was looking at it. He bought it, you know, relatively inexpensive. And, um, you know, he stabilized the building. He worked hand-in-hand -hand with the elected officials that he had a great relationship with uh, to get a little bit of help there. And, you know, I think when you look at the long-range planning in the city, uh, that building was always on the um, on the discussion block uh, right across the street. You have the convention center. So when we look towards the future of Western New York, that was, uh, that was going to be an important parcel, uh, an important building, and that was going to be something that was going to have uh, long-term implications for the city as we continue to grow in this region. And, you know, Mark, uh, his infectious attitude, his positive attitude towards Buffalo, uh, you know, it's going to be sorely missed here. Yeah, a, a real champion for Buffalo, and he took the success of the Statler and even, I think, doubled it with what he did over at the Curtis. I mean, talk about a uh, spotlight place downtown Buffalo. I mean, the Curtis has everything. Curtis has everything. Anyone who's ever stayed there, anytime I bring somebody from out of town and they see it, they think this is, you know, they think this is a New York City-style hotel. Um, Mark took great pride in uh, the finishes, the small things in the, uh, that maybe you or I might miss when we walk into uh, one of his restaurants. Uh, it's just he really had a, a love for the details, and he always did everything first rate, best in class. That was his style. That's the way he lived his life, um, spending time with him, learning from him. 
uh, how he did those things. I mean, he was a very determined guy, a very motivated guy, and uh, it's just it's going to be a tremendous loss for the city of Buffalo, but more importantly, it's going to be a tremendous loss to his young family. Now, AJ, obviously not easy to talk about, but many of us did not know that Mark flew, and from all accounts, he was a really good pilot. Um, I, I had the fortune to fly with him a handful of times, and um, yeah, that was a passion of his, without a doubt. Uh, I think the last time I saw him with his son, they were they had just taken off um, and landed, and he's just um, that was a without a doubt a passion of his, and something that he he really cared about, and uh, I think he viewed it as a way that he enjoyed sharing that experience with his kids. It's um, it's sad that it it happened this way. Now, AJ, uh, you guys are going to have a moment of silence for both Mark and Michael this afternoon at your luncheon. Yes. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, on a day like today with the Amherst Chamber, we have our luncheon uh, at noon. And uh, to wake up and see, see this news over a text message letting me know, you know, is absolutely devastating. But I think without a doubt, when you think of people like Michael and Mark and what they embody for the business community and, you know, how they built their businesses. They did things the right way. And uh, this is something that we should definitely address and have a momentary moment of silence. Well, AJ, I know it's not easy, but I do appreciate you joining us this morning. Yep. Thank you. AJ Baines, the Amherst Chamber of Commerce president. And right after that, we talked with Joe Wales, a friend of Michael Capriato here on WBEN. Now we have Joe Wales, president of WG Arthur Company, Arthur's Hardware, hardware sorry, and a friend of Michael Capriato. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Sorry for your loss. Um, what can you tell us about Michael Capriato? Orchard Park, our store, Arthur's Hardware Store, Arthur's uh, Home Furnishing Store, right next door to Mike's business, uh, Quickville here in Orchard Park, have have been a neighbor of Mike for many years and a friend, um, just a wonderful human being, wonderful man, um, you know, friend, colleague. It's it's just a tragic loss for our community. Um, uh, Mike, obviously, just a absolutely fantastic man, would give you the shirt off his back. Um, just a wonderful human being and just an awful, tragic loss. And he had a lot to do with business in Orchard Park, correct? Absolutely. Involved so much uh, way beyond, you know, way before I was involved. Just he served our village government as a village trustee. He is, was extremely involved with the chamber. Um, you know, events that I've been involved in in town, he was always the first in line to help to donate coffee from his Tim Horton shop or whatever to help donate equipment that he has or he would give you the shirt off his back just a wonderful man and in the village he owned a tim hortons and also a few gas stations if i'm not mistaken a a gas station in uh right in the village of orchard park that also has a tim hortons Uh, from what i understand he was one of the first uh franchisers of uh tim hortons um and he's had a tim hortons here before anybody else in western new york and yeah, he's a great businessman. And, Joe, as we hear with Mark's love for Buffalo, Michael also had a love for not only Buffalo, but very much for Orchard Park. Absolutely. Very, extremely dedicated to our community. And, Joe, if you don't mind me asking, what was the uh, last time you talked to Mike? Uh, Tuesday. I, I would talk to Mike four or five times a week, and uh, I couldn't see the conversation in my mind talking to him. 
Well, Joe, very sorry for your loss. If you have any last words. Uh, just he will be missed. And we just love him. Wonderful man. Joe, I know it's very difficult. We really do appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe Wales, on the passing of Michael Capriato. And all the interviews from A New Morning, as well as my program, available at WBEN.com. One last press release from Buffalo Development Corporation. Buffalo Development Corporation and affiliated companies want to thank all of those who have reached out with condolences, thoughts, and prayers for the family of Mark Croce. Mr. Croce's family and the companies wish to express their deepest sympathy to the family of his passenger, a family who we will not name here to protect their privacy during this very difficult time, but whose loss is very great. Currently, we have no information as to whether the cause of the accident was mechanical failure, weather conditions, or something else. We understand that there is an ongoing FAA and NTSB investigation that will address that question. Questions are being asked about the future of the companies that Mr. Croce created over the last three decades and the hundreds of employees in his hospitality and development businesses. We want to assure the employees and the public that the business will continue without interruption. We will be prepared at the appropriate time to have a more in-depth discussion of Mr. Croce's life and what it meant to Buffalo and the future of his companies. Currently, We all ask for a period of bereavement to respect the family as and allow them to process their grief at this very difficult time. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining me here on Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. And before we go, what about one last chance at $1,000? The noon cash code is HOPE, H-O-P-E, text HOPE to 72881. Just one last thing, our thoughts and prayers. Go out to the families of Mark Croce and Michael Capriato here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.